This is Spins Fully Charged. Recharged. Welcome to Spins Fully Charged. Recharged. With Emma, Dave and Ashley. Let's go. Hello, ha. This is the podcast. No Dave today. No Dave. Indeed, he's in Amsterdam. I wonder what he's doing. I wonder if he's in the sex museum yet. <laughs> he was... So excited to go to the sex museum. Yeah, it was a bit weird. It was kind of weird. Like yeah. he talked about it like almost every day last week. Yeah, he was like, I "Just can't wait." He's like, "I can't wait to see the big giant vaginas." Penis. Yeah, there's a big penis you can stand there with. You can actually sit on the penis. I yeah, think, he was so he was so excited. He was actually saying he couldn't wait to hug the penis. Yeah, it was just a bit much, wasn't it? We're joking. Kind of glad he's gone. He didn't miss. He didn't mention that. <laughs> no, once. and in oh, actual oh, fact. <laughs> in actual fact Emma suggested going to the sex museum and he basically turned his nose up at it yeah he was like ew that's funny I went once and I, my mind was blown yeah People I went are so uh, I have such weird fetishes man I went when I was 18 and I was just like <laughs> so I don't know like would it be still good now but it's or not? funny when you walk around you're like these are the, these people in the 1940s who were into all sorts of weird shit there were some fucking mad pictures. Mad pictures. You're kind of like darting your eyes being like, this oh, is yeah. incredibly pornographic. Um, I remember it was a five euro entry fee. I thought it was very reasonable. That's alright. wonder what it is now. <laughs> Let's see what inflation has done to the, the sex, sex museum, museum in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. You look I've it up le- there, yeah? I will look it up. Do you know what I've never done in Amsterdam? The Heineken experience. Have you done that? No, I haven't. Oh. I got too uh, excited in Amsterdam and made a tit of myself to be honest oh yeah you well, told story last week I was just very quiet in my own world staring at cats <laughs> they are <laughs> not nice. saying a word to anybody do you ever find in Amsterdam they have cats on everywhere every cafe you go into just has a cat lying on a table stone oh. out of its mind of course I can't look it up on my work laptop um, oh. but the cats sorry yeah. hanging around in the cafes are blazed oh like, yes I've seen them because in. they're around the smoke of people smoking joints all day blazed and they're absolutely whacked these cats just lie there honestly and you're like it's kind of it kind of makes you feel like you're in that state which you're not because they're just so hypnotic looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm on the website for the sex team. Sorry, I, I was interested in the cats but it's okay. have to find out about inflation. Oh, 10 euro! It's gone up a t- What the hell? It's gone up literally 50%. 100%? 100%, sorry. Yeah, maths wasn't my I find it very hard when things go up a percent. It's hard to calculate. Yes. You know, because 50%, it's like, yeah, that was 50 It It was 50% of what it is now. Yeah, it was I get doubled you. by 100%. That's crazy. Because 100% is 50 and then... It's five. Exactly. Uh, anyway. Bye. Inflation in Amsterdam. Bye. Spin. One, three, double. Three to the two to the one like this. This is Spin's Fully Charged. This is Spin's Fully Charged. With Emma, Dave and Ashling in the morning. Yeah. Go. Hello and good morning to you. It is two minutes after seven on Tuesday the 31st of October. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Yes, hope you had a lovely weekend. Lovely banker. Lovely banker. God, I love Halloween, but God, I feel terrible today. Yeah, I think... I think I am in bits. Yeah, tell us why you're in bits. I'm in bits because on Sunday, I successfully ran the Dublin City Marathon. And you didn't just run it, you absolutely smashed it, darling. Well done. Ah, thank you. No, do you know what? I didn't have much expectations going in for a time. I was absolutely delighted with myself. I had a ball. The crowds were unbelievable. I will chat more about the the race and how it all went later on. Yeah. And of course, we did do that thing last week where we got people to guess yes. what position I came. So we will have a winner of the, the closest guess. Yep. And it was in the realms of what people were guessing. So yep. I haven't checked yet, but somebody might have gotten it bang on. But today, things are not good. No. And yesterday, things were even worse. Yep. I'm extremely, extremely sore. Yeah, okay. My calves... 
my quads. They're kind of the two main things. Do they feel like on fire or just completely tight? And do they feel bruisey? What, what, what's the feeling? They're sore to touch even. Yeah. They feel like big blocks, like particularly my quads. Like I feel like there's just like a big like plank of wood there instead of a movable muscle. Right, okay, I'm with you, yeah. And yeah. then when when I move, there is a, a burning sensation. Uh, I've made a list of things that have made me whimper in the last 24 hours. Let's go. Like a... <sighs> yeah. <sighs> that, those type of sounds. Yeah. Anything okay. that brought actual tears? Uh, nearly cried last night. I'll tell you more about that later on. Right, well. okay, uh, that was sorry. over food, though, because I was just very weak. Okay. <laughs> very, very needy. Very needy of okay. food. Uh, so these are the whimper, whimperers. Getting up, sitting down. Stepping up a curb, stepping off a curb. Turning in bed, laughing, putting on socks, taking off socks, putting on shoes, taking off shoes, tying a lace. And then the biggest groan that happens, obviously, regularly. Show us, show us the groan. I'll do it because I can actually do the motion. <laughs> Okay, it kind of it almost takes your breath away the pain. Okay, lovely, brilliant. Getting up and down on the toilet. <laughs> oh, you oh, poor thing! Oh my god, toilets are so low to the ground. <laughs> why? Okay, I know why, but like, why are they so low? They're much lower than a chair. They are. Do you know what they are? It's much only lower in than this, a chair. It's only in this state that you really know how low a toilet is to the ground. Are you poor devil? Look, it was worth the pain, though, was it? It definitely was. It was great. We'll hear more from Ashling's marathon experience, her extravaganza later on the show. Now, though, Becky Hill, Chase and Status. This is disconnect at Spin. Good morning. I ain't gonna lie to you. Miley Cyrus used to be young on spin with Emma David Ashling. 11 minutes after 7 on Halloween. Good morning, hope you're well. Big Biggest prank in Irish radio, half eight. Have your radio on on spin and hear how it all went down. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, had a big, 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 big weekend. I ran the marathon on Sunday. Uh, I was just telling you there that I will talk more about that after nine o'clock and reveal what position I came because we do have a big prize for somebody who guessed the closest to what position I came in the race. Um, but for now, because it is Halloween, we have to talk about what happened after the race. Yes, indeed. So race is over. Uh, I hobble off. Of course, firstly, to the pub. Yes. Uh, for a couple. And then uh, I return home and we had planned to have a few people over for a few drinks in the apartment uh, on Sunday evening. So I was like, ah, I don't want to do nothing. And also... I am big into Halloween and this kind of felt like the best night to dress up for me. Well, exactly, because Saturday obviously didn't suit you because you no. had to get marathon ready yeah, and get an early suit. night. Uh, yesterday's no good because you had to work today. Exactly. Friday felt a bit early. But you see, your problem, I feel, if I may, if... Please. If I may, you just do too much. <laughs> like, so, like, you need to just do a marathon Get food and go to bed. Yeah. You don't need to then host people after running 42 kilometres. Do, you know do you know what I mean? Yeah, and look, it was all but feeling she just, good. She can't just stop, when, ever. When I came back, I was like, great, can't wait, this is fine. Had a chipper. Then, like, in the digestion of the chipper... I started to take a bad turn. I was getting exhausted. I was starting to feel a bit sick because I ingested so many of those sugary gels all along and so many jellies that people gave me during the race. It was like a kid who'd eaten too much sweets. Yeah. I wasn't feeling good at all. But I knew, like, I do Halloween and I do Halloween hard and I had to do this. And uh, I told you last week on the show that I was dressing up as a 99. Yes. So all day Saturday was spent kind of prepping the costume. But as you know, Emma, because you came over and you yes. were the first one to arrive the costume was in bits <laughs> in the sense that it, it was in multiple parts it was 
Yeah. It wasn't a case of just throwing on like white, my fully made costume. There was a lot of assembly to be done. I was sitting there with Ashling and her boyfriend in their house on on Sunday evening after she'd ran 42 miles. She was in a dressing room. 42 kilometres. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. All the one. Very far. Very far. She was sitting there in her dressing gown and I just went, oh, Ash, like, fair play to you. I can't believe I'm even here. I'll leave now in 20 minutes, pet. Like, you know, get off to bed. No, I, I have to put on my costume. I have to put on my costume. And I was like, why? Why? And you're like, it's Halloween. I've made the effort. You came back from running 42 kilometres and then painted part of your costume. Yeah, so... You do too much. Like, you need to just slow down. Yeah, I think once I got this bit done, I felt better. But the real thing that was weighing heavy on me was that I hadn't yet made the flake of yeah, the 99. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had painted a pair of leggings as a cone. Yeah. Uh, I had made what would be the whipped ice cream to swirl on my body. Yeah, to wrap around you. I had sort of made the headpiece that would be the kind of flickety whip of the oh, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. But I hadn't made the flake. My friend Orla was like, don't do the flake. I was like, what's a 99 without a flake? <laughs> it's just a whipped ice cream. It is, yeah. And I was a 99, so... I and I have to, to say, the flake really did make it. Post-marathon, I had to take out the paints and the scissors yeah. and go for it, make the flake. And didn't it look well in the end? It looked fantastic. Uh, do we have it somewhere? Can we share it on Spin's Instagram? I'll pop it on the Instagram. Yeah, okay. put it on Spin's Instagram. And official Spin 103. Check the stories there. Producer Colin will throw it up. She looked like the most delicious 99 ever. And Emma, you did a good job. You pinned me all up. I did. There was a lot of pinning needed. I did feel like very much an underachiever in your company on, on Sunday night. because Was it Saturday? Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Because one, I didn't run the marathon. And two... I didn't dress you up. You didn't dress up. No, yeah, you no. failed on both But times. I also think kudos needs to be given to your boyfriend, Alex, who dressed up as a packet of rancheros and went so far with his packet of rancheros, producer Callum, that he, you know the multi-packs of like crisps or whatever? Yeah. Like, so the big plastic yeah, bit. Yeah, like the six, the, pa- the pack. shoving them up under his top and I was like, what are you doing? He was like, it's for the sound effect. <laughs> so when I walk around, I sound like a packet so of crisps. So when you touch his belly, he crinkled. <laughs> I have never met a couple more made for each other. Oh, honestly, you should have seen them. So true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But anyway, in the hubbub of all the people coming over, and they're not loads, but like, and the costuming, and the getting home from the race, and throwing everything everywhere, after losing my medal. No, you're not. Last night going to bed, I was like, where's my medal? <laughs> Alex, have you seen my medal? He was like, no, I haven't seen your medal since, <gasps> since you got it. No, 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 no. It has to be in the house somewhere, but if anyone has a spare it- medal, I'm after losing my medal. <laughs> It's after making it, it did make it home though, is it? I, I, surely, because it was around my neck. But after that, no clue. I check under your couches. They're very, they're, they're the kind of couches you'd sink into. You didn't wrap it, did you? I didn't. No, I swear to God. Are you I sure? To, I was about to say, did I? I, I was about to go, Jesus, I accidentally <laughs> rubbed her medal. No, I promise you. I, I never rubbed my medal. <laughs> I promise you I didn't rub your medal, but we need to find that. We do. What's the point? It's like it never happened. Jeremy Kennedy and Kiss Me right here on Spin 1038. Guess where he was hanging out last night? Um, the Maldron Hotel. No, he was actually in Dunmore East in County Waterford. Oh, lovely. He had it all over his Instagram story. So close. Nearly got Say, there. All the, all the women from Waterford were out there in their cars. Absolutely. Trying to get a them. Uh, you are with Emma, Dave and Ashling. Dave away this week. Uh, Ash, have a think about this for a sec, right? Imagine you're at the height of success and fame like Adele. Okay. okay. And you're performing in Vegas, right? Yeah, every weekend. Crowd after crowd, weekend after weekend top class performance after top class performance yeah. uh, and you know you're used to big celebrities coming to your gigs the likes of Emma Thompson the London P- uh, Palladium show a few years ago when she came back after her break with Emma Thompson was there Naomi Campbell Stormzy Samuel L. Jackson Unreal. stars align yeah. Mountain Sea Adele all the time is she thrown by that? No 
No bother. They're just her buddies. They're just her pals. No bother. Imagine you're at the level of fame as like Adele. Who could it possibly be in the crowd that knocks you? That throws you? Didn't she go mad one time when like her English teacher was in the audience? <laughs> yes, exactly she that, loved right? that. She really enjoyed so that. So I feel like right? maybe like her postman. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or these something. are the people I'm thinking about in life. Because when I saw this story this morning, I thought it would probably be my Irish teacher from secondary school that would make me have to stop the show because <laughs> yeah. I loved her, Miss O'Neill. It would probably be like the local baker from where I grew up. Uh, it could be, I used to work in a local shop on uh, in the corner. It could have been Bridie. If Bridie came in, I used to chat to Bridie You'd twice a week it. and I work and we'd have a chat for a good 40 minutes and I'd do no work. Yeah. If I saw Bridie in the crowd, the show would stop and I would order tea for me and Bridie, right? These are the, this is nice because these are the people that matter. Exactly. Well, and this occasion, uh, she got very emotional, had to stop the show because the doctor who delivered her baby 11 years ago was in the crowd. No <laughs> Have a listen to this. Shut up, she says. <laughs> I love Adele. She's so funny. She start. shut up. Oh my God, Colin! And then she's just completely gone. Did you on. say this is my doctor who gave birth to my baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was did. you, hon. Yeah, she did. Yeah, you actually did the work yeah, there, yeah. Uh, But then she just gives up completely and says, you guys sing the rest of it. And she's just off mic being like, how are you? Oh. <laughs> and then she goes, I might be back in touch. I wouldn't mind having another one. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> and then she kind of takes it all back and says, actually, I'm, 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 um, I probably should have highlighted someone who knows my insides inside out <laughs> you know what I mean? at that level of fame but it is I love that it's not That's the so big stars the guards say okay to show up at our gigs it's just the doctor who gave birth to her baby and to me it really would be Bridie for listening Bridie good old Bridie Kylie Minogue tension this has been Emma David Ashton good morning Attention on spin, Emma David Ashling, 28 minutes after seven. Good morning. In just about an hour's time, you will hear how it all went down. The biggest prank in Irish radio, the work that went into this thing. It was like we were kind of allergic to the meetings by the end of it. There was, <laughs> there was a lot. I was on annual leave and I zoomed in for one. I was like, Jesus. Now I do think it's gonna sound really good, but yes. my god, there was an awful lot of prep. An awful it? lot of preparation. So behind the scenes, we were working on this for ages. How do we pull off a Halloween prank? How do we get Jamie and Shireen to buy into this and believe believe that they are going to uh, do this paranormal investigation at Orla House uh, in Rathfarnham a lot of risk as well because if they didn't buy in or if they didn't fall for if they called us out from the start well that was going to be awkward it was going to be awkward and that's why we didn't tell you anything about it until it was done and dusted because we were like scarlet for us if it doesn't work out but luckily enough they were fairly gullible they bought into the whole thing they were freaked out of their wildest dreams and hear how it all went down half eight this morning with now Cross and bittersweet goodbye on spin with Emma Dave and Ashling. Just approaching 10 to 8 on a Tuesday morning. TG. It's not a Monday. Halloween too. It is Halloween, yep. of course, today. And uh, today at half past eight in the show, in the next 45 minutes or so, make sure you're with spin and hear how the biggest prank in Irish radio all went down when Emma Dave and Ashling pranked Jamie and Shireen. Spooky. Big time. Hilarious. Does that make well. sense? Spooky big Spooky time. Spooky big time, hilarious I, I, big time. I, I, mm. All of it. All good. <laughs> 
How's your thing? Okay, Dave is away this week. He is in Amsterdam, but we got to play his game, How's Your Thing, which we normally do on a Monday. Basically. How's your thing, big time? How's your thing, big time spooky? Ooh. Yeah, big time hilarious. This is where me... <laughs> In this week's case, it's me, Ashling, and producer Callum explaining a particular thing that we all have. We're all talking about the exact same thing, giving you these clues, and it's up to you to try and figure out exactly what we are talking about. And it's Rachel on to give it a go this morning. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? How was your bank holiday weekend, Rachel? Grants, just relaxed with the family. Yeah, it was good. Nothing wild, no? Nice and chilled? You're feeling refreshed? Just- <laughs> yeah, that's exactly good. Any big Halloween plans? We dressing up? Um, we bring our kids trick or treating later oh, on, banter. and um, probably just stay in for the night. Then <laughs> oh, I'm so I woke up this morning. I was like, God, I wish I was a kid. God, <laughs> trick or treating like. Well, there's no rules that you can't go trick or treating tonight. Second actually. best day of the year. <laughs> What's the first? Ah, Christmas. <laughs> ah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, Rachel, we're in the midst of a round of How's Your Thing. I said that my thing was recently painted. My thing was banged this morning. Rude. And my thing has two holes, but I only use one of them. <clears throat> what do you think, Rach? Is it a front door? Is it a front door? My thing was recently painted. You banged yours this morning. You have two holes. What could that be? Uh, the keyhole. Well, that would be very appropriate and correct. Yes! Well done, Rachel. Security's good in our building, so I only have to lock my door once. Oh, very good. Okay, you shouldn't be saying that in the radio. <laughs> yeah, you're really uh, All right, Rachel, well done. A pair of IMC Cinema Passes going to you, pet. I'm Rachel. Oh, thank you. How's your thing? Perfectly fine. <laughs> Lucky Wait, you. Have you spookied up your door, Rachel? I see a lot of spooky doors these days. Cobwebs and all, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a couple of decorations out. Yeah. For well, the you could have said yeah. that, Rachel. Yeah, you could have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you later, pet. Have a lovely day. Thanks. Bye. 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 See you later. Bye-bye. Very successful. I think Dave would be proud of that. I think we did it justice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget, biggest prank on Irish radio. Half eight this morning. Emma, Dave and Ashling pranking the bejesus out of Jamie and Sharon. Sure did. Oh, yeah. Fully charged. Are you guys ready? Hello and good morning. Happy Halloween. Ooh. Emma David Ashling, Spin 1038. And at half eight this morning, make sure you're with us to hear how the biggest prank in Irish radio all went off. Uh, myself, Dave, and Ashling pulling a huge prank, a Halloween spooky prank on Jamie and Shireen. Half eight this morning, make sure you're with us. I'm so excited to hear it. Big weekend. Ashling, you were out running the Dublin Marathon, being an overachiever as per. <laughs> yeah. I was at Nathan Carter with my almost 90-year-old grandmother. Also killing it at life. Absolutely loving life. Yeah. Slaying. My granny absolutely adores Nathan Carter. And when I checked her schedule a few months ago, she didn't have a huge amount in the diary. So okay, friend, good for her. We'll, we'll book something. So uh, I was like, she loves Nathan Carter. Uh, we'll go to Nathan Carter for the crack, right? Now, would I go again? Probably not. Oh, yeah, I think, fair. I think it's one and done for me with Nathan. Was that good? Hey, uh, we left during this to beat the traffic. What? It's the only song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Emma, you break my heart. This was a fully seated gig in a community hall in West Waterford. Okay? <laughs> it was a community hall. There was no layers of the back. If you were down the back, I don't know how you saw anything. But Nathan, for this song, encouraged people to stand. So all these people came up through the rows and like, it was just very messy. We couldn't see anything. My granny was like, well, we just go. 
But what I will say about Nathan, very good performer. He knows his audience. He knows his cracks. Spoke a lot about his grandparents and things. Nice. Not a great comedian. Okay, well, yeah, right. like, why did he need to be? Um, he tried to make a lot of jokes, and, like, some people did find them quite funny. But okay. Some, I just thought, were a bit... Mm. Basically, like, for example, he was offering people a kiss and stuff if they sang the loudest in the crowd, and ah. people thought that was funny. I was like... See, ah. he knows he knows who he's talking oh, to. <laughs> the other thing I've noticed about country, Irish Grannies country love music... Grannies love a kiss. Grannies do love a they kiss. They love a kiss yeah. on the cheek, whatever, <laughs> on the hand. <laughs> He then said, he, he then was like, oh, I'm going to put my music on a memory stick. I, no, you know I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. I told you this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's actually not appropriate for, for radio at 5 past 8 in the morning. Which is actually there. insane that something that Nathan Carter said in a community centre in West Waterford is inappropriate for the radio. <laughs> in what world? The other thing I learned about Irish country music is before they introduce a song, there's a particular thing they say for every single song. And even his warm-up act, a young fella, only 18, he was brilliant actually, said this. Before every single song they went into, they'd be like, right, well, this is Wagon Wheel. It goes a little something like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like, we were 17 songs in, and it was like, it goes a little something like this. You should start saying that when you introduce the music. Okay, all right. Let's, oh, my God. Well, I just messed that up. I got too excited. So here is Doja Cat. The song is called Paint the Town Red. And I don't know, but it kind of goes a little something like this. <laughs> I love it. Like, a little something like this. Check God, it out. you're so cute. Cool. Golden ticket on the way. Dave and Ashling's Okay, okay, I got that Golden Ticket Dave is in Amsterdam all this week And you know what? That's one of the places we'd love to send you For the Golden Ticket The city break for two people That we're trying to give away You can go to Amsterdam, Barcelona, Lisbon Or Budapest if Yes, you we sort you out with your flights And three nights in a four-star hotel For two people if you win And it's all thanks to Sunway Great value holidays to amazing destinations You can book your city break right now At sunway.ie On to give it a lash this morning is Leanne How was your banker, Leanne? Um, quiet. I have three kids, so and um, one sick child, so we did um, nothing really other than rest. But yeah, we're good. Okay, good. And are they all wired for today? Um, yeah, wired to the moon. They're going to Halloween camp, so hopefully by the time they get back, they'll um, have uh, run some energy Sorry. off and they'll sleep tonight. We'll have to pause you there. What on earth is Halloween what camp? What the hell is Halloween camp? So they do like um, an after scale because obviously I work, so they get collected from scale and they get brought to after school until I collect them afterwards but yeah. during Halloween midterm it's the same so they still go in for half seven and it's camp so they do like oh. Halloween fun and games they'll be doing like pumpkins and arts and crafts so yeah hopefully by the time they get back they're Sorry, tired what's going on in 1996 at this kind of stuff? I don't know I hate being this age yeah like what the hell that's what actually we now. never had anything like that no. but hey, look we got stuck in the corner and told to stay there and that was about it Nothing. or you got stuck at the worst and uh, yeah, and, I, and, and all the monkey nuts, I bet you they don't give them out half as much anymore. I don't even think my kids would know what a monkey nut was. Oh, if I gave okay. it to them. They just have it all. <laughs> right, listen, you could do it a city break. You're a busy working ma'am. Oh, yeah, please. Okay, let's try and do this. Look, you know the deal. Um, or sorry, have you heard the game before? Um, yeah. Okay, how many seconds? Go on the clock. Uh, it's 25. 25. 25, that's what you said. 25. Okay, I'll try my best. Five songs and artists are going to play. You need to guess them correctly to win this within that those 25 seconds. Yes, if it's a song okay. with a couple of people on it, you just have to tell us one artist that's on the song. No skipping or passing, though. We can't move on until you get the song and artist correct. But when you do get it correct, we'll pause the clock so you can gather yourself, take a deep breath and get ready for the next song. Did you hear our little hint? Uh, and, and Emma's just straight up telling you what the artist is for her song one. 
Yeah, you, you kind of gave it away ah, straight yeah. away, didn't you? Yeah, What's three points. <laughs> Harry Giles, it's Harry Styles, like, come on. So we're halfway, yeah. we're halfway through song well, one. That's a hint. Yeah, there yeah. we go. So let's give it a go. Bear in mind, Eliane, you have to give the name of the song as well, okay? Song and artist, all right? I'll, I'll try, okay. All right, 25 seconds on the clock. Song one begins in three, two, one. Start the clock. Harry Styles. Golden? Yeah, yeah, that was so easy. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Golden. You know, if I didn't get that one, I think, I, I, uh, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. You'd probably have to call in sick to work, to be honest. Yeah, have definitely want to be going in. Have a day home to think about things. Yeah. All right, Lam, we have 20 seconds left and four songs to go. Song two begins in three, two, one. Start the clock. I hate to give the satisfaction asking how you're doing now. How's the case? Oh, God. Of people you pretend to care about just with um, who's that? I know it. It's like right there, and I just can't say it. I want to suck your blood. I see the part. Uh, vampire by. Um, Squad. It's right there. I know, I know. It's so annoying, isn't it? When you get put on the spot, I can't think of anything, and I wouldn't mind. I listen every morning, and oh. I, I'm like, I know that one, I know that one, oh, and no one else could get it, and now I'm sitting here and I have no clue. <laughs> you, you, you feel the pain of other people who take on this bloody game, do you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia, yeah, yeah Rodrigo, I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, course, of course you knew, Leanne. Obviously, yeah, of course. I'm so sorry. I but think you're a great crack. I want to go on a ride with you. If my kids were in the back of the car now, I and especially my 13 year old she'd be like mom are you actually joking with me I know all of them songs oh, no. so like you could have rang on a morning that I had the kids in the car oh, and I probably would have sorry we should have known we're so sorry that they have a midterm like whatever Hello, it's on your phone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we picked the wrong job we should be teachers I know I know mind yourself pet have a lovely week thanks Anne. so much thanks you too thanks a million bye 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 if you want to take it on tomorrow you can do by just messaging us the word golden 087711 103, just where Golden will do. Hello, producer Callum here. Hello, uh, producer Callum. I'm feeling nice. Oh. Uh, on the golden ticket. You know how uh, just before eight this morning we revealed that it was Larry Piles uh, for song one? Yeah, Harry Styles. Barry Giles. For the rest of the week, song one will be a Harry Styles song. Oh. Not get, we're gonna we'll swap the songs. Yeah, yeah. So it's not gonna be golden tomorrow. Yeah, and maybe make sure they don't say it in like the first half a second. Golden. It's actually funny because it's golden ticket and it was golden. I didn't yeah, even yeah. I didn't even clock it. I'm trying to think of big Harry songs. Obviously, golden late night talking's a big Sign one. Sign of the time. Watermelon sugar. Watermelon sugar. So tomorrow, song one will be a Harry Styles song. <laughs> Thursday song one will be a Harry Styles song. Wow. It's not one tomorrow, so golden in a WhatsApp. Yeah, and will Friday's play. song one as well be a Harry Styles song? Uh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? oh, yeah, yeah. Swat so up on your Harry Styles songs and come on and take it off us tomorrow. All right. Uh, the biggest prank in Irish radio playing out and spin in the next 15 minutes. Woohoo! First, though, a lady that pops up a lot, Olivia Rodrigo. This is Bad Idea, right? Spin with Emma, Dave, and Ashling. Just coming up on 21 minutes after 8 on a Tuesday morning. Woo! Happy Halloween. Oh, the day is finally here. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you to hear this. And to be honest, I can't really wait to hear it myself. Uh, two weeks ago today, myself, Dave, and Ashling. Went to Orla House. Orla House is a massive, beautiful... It's more than a house, isn't it? It's like, Oh, yeah. It's like a, 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 an estate. I was just thinking. It gives you like an estate vibe. It's, it's, out, by the, it's out by the Hellfire Club, outside Rathfarnham. Yeah. Amazing views. I would say 
I would say the view from that house is even better than like TikTok and that. Yeah. Amazing views of Dublin. You can see like the air traffic control system in Dublin Airport oh, and yeah. you can see like Bull Island. Oh, you can everything. see everything. It's absolutely stunning up there. Uh, as we said, like they do weddings and all stuff, real nice stuff. But the thing about Orla House is it's kind of spooky as well. It is. Especially at night time because it's old. It has all the, you know, it's it's the big grandeur, you know, the roof that's so high in the oh, sky yeah. and everything. Such and, high ceilings. And all the old furniture and everything. So basically, Jamie and Shireen, they only started a show on Spin at weekends a few months ago. They're flying it. You should listen to them on weekends. 10, 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, they're on after us. And uh, they were like, they're obviously starting a new show. They're trying to do loads yeah. of different things. And they were like, for Halloween, we'd love to do like a paranormal investigate type thing. So our boss, Nick, heard this and said, yeah, guys, leave it with me. I'll sort everything, yeah. right? Imagine he said that for us when we had an idea. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice. <laughs> but he wasn't really sorting everything because what he was sorting in the background was an epic prank yeah. pulled off by Emma, Dave and Ashling on the day. So he came to us and said, guys, we need to really think about this. How do we get them good? And this was like a really hard secret to keep in the office because there was a full team behind this trying to keep the secret for weeks while we yeah. planned and had meetings and all the rest. Uh, we had sound guys there. We had camera people there, obviously, to pull this whole thing off. Easily about 10 people there on the day that Jamie and Shereen had no idea about. They thought that they were uh, meeting a paranormal investigator, but the person they met is a lovely guy called Mark Schreier. He look, works on the Ghost Bus Tour in Dublin. Yes. And he's a lovely guy. He's a fantastic actor. And what was really going on was he was working on this storyline about Orla House, this big fake made-up storyline. And uh, while the prank was being played off and while Jamie and Shereen were being totally spooked by Mark on the night, we were upstairs in another room talking into his ear and guiding him on like pulling off all these pranks, epic pranks. And Mark came up with these stories about uh, the house and everything. And yeah. he like ad-libbed the whole way through. He was amazing such a pro me and Emma even became very friendly with Mark we dropped him home afterwards gave him a lift home after dropped a chat home. with we, him we know car, where Mark yeah. lives <laughs> I pop in Mark he's a lovely guy and for the purpose of this story he calls himself Edgar uh, listen out turn your radio up you will enjoy this I hope uh, it's on the way uh, they're calling this the biggest prank on Irish radio it's coming very shortly Here's and if you simply cannot wait there is an epic video of it now on our socials is it going to spin 138 on Instagram okay yeah. go and show that some love because our boss wants it to go viral <laughs> <laughs> JK LOL but yeah go and have a look and see how it all played out and listen to it in the next six or seven minutes here at Spin Spin with now Spin's fully charged recharged so two weeks ago today we played this massive prank we've been teasing you about for ages now on Jamie and Shireen they do a show here at Spin on the weekend they thought they were going to a haunted house to capture content for their show and meet a paranormal investigator. But what they didn't know is that we'd hijacked the entire thing to freak them out. Yes, right now you are going to hear what happened when Jamie and Shireen arrived at Orla House. Our story starts with Jamie and Shireen arriving at a very spooky Orla House in the Dublin mountains. This place was scary in the daytime, let alone the nighttime. We got Jamie and Shireen to wait alone in a pretty creepy room for their paranormal investigator to arrive. There's something weird going on. No one's looking at us. Everyone's being quiet. <laughs> so the lights just start, start flickering. flickering. No, no. Enter Edgar, or should we say Mark? Mark's an actor who we hired for this whole prank. Every single word coming out of his mouth this evening is a lie. And to make things extra spicy, we are in Mark's ear all night telling him what to do. For his grand entrance, we made Mark sniff the room and generally creep Jamie and Sharina. This is too much. This is too much. Oh, okay, it's a scotch. 
This is too much. I'm just messing. Let's do it. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. <laughs> I'm Edward. Lovely to meet you. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to Orla House. Completely freaked, Edgar told his phony backstory. I grew up in Brooklyn, right, okay. in New York, and my mother was a really well-known medium, and she used to hold seances in our house, and she used to, you know, people came for readings, they would do tarot cards and I Ching and all this sort of stuff, and as a child, I thought it was really cool. That man could talk for ages, so we decided to get creative. We asked Mark to get the guys to come up with a silly safe word in case they wanted to stop the night at any time, and he got the whole room to shout it out. You just basically say banana. 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 Just say it. Banana. Just go along with it. I was just messing with you. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so we'll journey into the next room. We've got them in the palm of our hands. Up. Pretty sure we could get Mark to tell them to do anything, and they would. You gotta take your shoes off. Is that cool? You can keep your socks on. Yeah. It's important that we take because I want you to be connected. The only connection that was happening on this night was us connecting to Mark, telling him to get Jamie and Shireen to do all these stupid things. And the night was only getting started. Mm-hmm. I love the awkward laughter when they're like. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just a joke. <laughs> My favourite line from that entire bit so far is Shireen saying, I'll walk out with this gaff. I'll walk out with this gaff yeah. and we're only getting started. Yeah, it was off to a great start. Stick with us because after Leanne now, you're going to hear what happened when we get Mark to tell Jamie and Shireen some made-up scary stories and we ramp up the scares around Orla House. Ha, ha, ha. We're so evil, but it's really fun actually. It's so it? fun. This is Fully Charged with Emma, David Ashling, and a couple of weeks ago, we pranked Jamie and Shireen. They're on air here at Spain on Saturday mornings from 10. They thought they were going to a real haunted house with a real paranormal investigator but in fact we were behind the whole night pulling the strings. Yeah, we've just played you the bit where Jamie and Shireen enter the house and so far I think they're buying it so let's find out what happened when we ramped things up a notch. Jamie and Shireen have been in Orla House for half an hour at this point and we have them in the palm of our hands. We've gotten Mark, our fake paranormal investigator, to get them to shout stupid stuff and take their shoes off to feel more connected to our spooky location. So we decided to push it even further. (laughs) We got them to get down on all fours and sniff the carpet. Smell anything? Smells like roses. Well, very, I can't believe you said that. Okay. Do me a favor and... Wait, is that real? Yeah, no, totally. It was as if like a pure uh, rose incense just like came through. Okay, no, there is no rose incense here. This is you feeling the spirit that's not of our realm. That's a nice spirit. It's roses. Absolutely. Shireen thought she could smell flowers. Honestly, they were buying into it so much. There was no flower smell whatsoever. We got Mark, our actor, to tell some spooky stories about the house to drive up the fear. There was a woman named Mara Finn, but there were mannequins in here, and she used to dress them with her clothing that she designed, and nobody paid attention. It turns out that in her desperation when she wasn't being noticed, stole garments from their houses and she buried the bodies up in the Dublin mountains. And so she created these garments almost as like, you know the way serial killers, they take um, prizes from their victims. That's what these garments were. 
probably guessed by now, those stories were once again completely made up. I don't know where we found this man, Mark, but he was on fire. And they were falling for it hook, line and sinker. I'm going to seem crazy if I say this. Okay. But that woman's name popped into my head when I walked into this room, that last woman that you were talking about. And I didn't know why I was thinking that. It was like I could, her name just like popped into my head and I was like, interesting. Mara. Yeah. Are you serious? It's very Scott. Oh my That's why as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, weird. They were believing absolutely everything we told them, but it was time to drive up the scares a little bit. Cue me dropping a massive stick outside the room that Jamie and Shireen were in. And so in her mind, she thought, Grandpa, Grandpa, she... But I did hear that, I know. <laughs> I've stopped pointing things out. There's yeah, too much yeah. woo. I still want to know what the smell of roses is. Oh my God. Now, at this point, Jamie and Shireen are freaked. They are fully under the impression that they're surrounded by the dead. But time to up the ante even more. So we're going to go into that room over there and we're going to try to make contact with them. We're already making contact with them. We are, but we're trying to make direct contact. We're going to do an intentional ritual in order to make contact with them. So they think they'll be contacting the spirits, but the only thing they'll be coming into contact with is us. I would have a rave to this. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is so good. Sorry, this is a banger. Uh, Ashling, did you enjoy dropping your stick? I, do you know what? The amount of times I dropped that stick. Some crack. Listen, uh, you won't want to miss the big finale. I noticed Jamie's gone a bit quiet. I think he's getting a bit nervous yeah, at this he was. point. Uh, but look, we, the prank gets even more intense. It almost gets ridiculous. We'll reveal it's us behind the whole night to them. And Shireen doesn't really want to talk to us for a while after we reveal it. She's a bit mad, understandably. Yeah, she wasn't happy. Part three, biggest Irish prank on Irish radio, perhaps. We'll do that after Fred again and Obanjiar here at Spin. Fred again, Obanjiar and adore you on Spin with Emma, Dave and Ashling. Just gone quarter to nine. Happy Halloween. Time for the big finale. So we set Jamie and Shireen up. They are live on Spin Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. And uh, we got them thinking they were at a real haunted house to connect with spirits. But really, the whole night was just us. Yes, we're about to play you the third and final part of the evening where the spirits, or should I say, Emma, Dave and Ashling, come out to play. (laughs) I have bad news. As we're sure you've guessed by now, everything about this night is completely fake. The stories, the scares, the paranormal investigator. We're behind it all. And it's time to ramp things up a notch as Jamie and Shireen venture into the dining room, a.k.a. our seance room. Of course, we had to get the guys to do something stupid when entering the room, <laughs> like announcing their arrival to the spirits <laughs> that, of course, weren't there. Edgar of the Kurtz family. So I'm here. Would you do yours? I'm Shireen of the Langan family. I'm Jamie of the Maguire family. Fully announced, it was time to summon some spooks. We wrote a special summoning poem to get the spirits to come to us. Have a listen and see if you can spot the hidden references to Emma, Dave and Ashling in there. Because we're going to hold hands and try to make contact ourselves. But basically, so we'd say, come Mara. Come Mara. Come Emma. Come Emma. Come Lundy. Come Lundy. Come Foot. Come Foot. Rise from the ashes. Rise from the ashes. The dust and the soot. The The dust dust and the soot. I can't believe we got them to say Emma and Ash and they didn't even clock it. I think they were a little bit distracted, to be fair. Next, it was time to get freaky. 
Okay, the rocking chair just started moving by itself. What? The rocking chair. I swear on my mum's life, that rocking chair definitely just moved. I didn't see that. I'm 99% sure it did. Look at it. Look at the light, Jamie. Jamie, turn around. No, no, this is working. Well, I, maybe we should just thank the spirits. of October obviously for most people they start work at 9 and the office out there is building up and I'm starting to feel a bit ashamed of ourselves because the amount of effort some other presenters and staff here have made I know for Halloween they're dressed up to the nines amazing makeup amazing costumes and we're just here in our hoodies I'm here in my hoodie but I don't feel that bad because I did go to a big effort uh, to dress up for Halloween it's on our stories at official spin 1038 my 99 costume if you want to see it but speaking of uh, funny thing happened on <laughs> Saturday so my boyfriend Alex is American and I think we've kind of I would have thought we've ironed out all the kind of gaps in our knowledge of 
American versus Irish lingo. Yeah, yeah. Like, but every now and again, something creeps up that like he doesn't understand or I don't understand, and it really takes me by surprise now. And the funny thing that happened was uh, we were having a few people over on Sunday evening for drinks for Halloween. I was there. <laughs> yeah, you were. Lucky Emma. <laughs> and uh, Alex's friend and his girlfriend was coming over and the friend texted on Saturday, day before, and just said, just checking, is it a fancy, is the party fancy dress? Right. And <laughs> Alex said to me, he was like, Jack just texted me and he was like, is Sunday night fancy dress? And I was like, no, it's like, it's just in the apartment, like it's just casual, casual wear. And I was like, but like you told him that we're wearing costumes, and he was like, yeah. I was like, Ashling and I will be in costume, but it's not fancy dress. And I was like, no, that's what a fancy dress is. And he thought it was like literally like, wait. He thought he was like, do you wear fancy clothes? clothes yeah. And he was like, no, you don't wear fancy clothes. That's so funny. So don't funny. worry, man. You don't wear a suit or anything. It's just drinks in the apartment. Yeah. He it's was fine. like, why is it called fancy dress? It doesn't make any sense. And I was like, it's fancy dress. It kind of doesn't make sense yeah, when you think that, about this. He was like, it's a costume party. And then I was like... Yeah, it actually doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy dress. Why do we call it fancy dress? Because, like, famously, when you're in your fancy dress, you don't look very fancy. Yeah, but then I was also like, when I'm going to a wedding, I'm not like, oh, I'm in my fancy dress. Exactly. But maybe I am. Hi, producer Carlo. Uh, fancy dress, just on a quick search there. Uh, they It says, I think they say fancy as in fanciful, unrealistic or over-imagined. Ah. So it's kind of like there's two fancies here. There's fancy dress, which is like yeah, black tie, shirt, yeah. trousers, and then fancy dress, which fanciful, is mysterious. Yeah. It's fancified words. Fancified. Uh, fanciful. San- fanciful. Okay, yeah. lads. Every day is a school day. <laughs> That's it. Even when it's midterm, midterm, just to learn. Yes. Are you sick of it now? <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm so sorry, but this is the last time no, I will talk no, about no, Dublin no. Marathon. I'm not talking about talking about it. I want to hear about it all, all the time. I mean, are you are you done with running? Oh, no, I'll, I'll be running again, but definitely not for a while. I can barely walk at the moment. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's tough out there on the legs. Um, but Sunday, I did the Dublin Marathon. I got through it. Thanks be to God. <laughs> And I have to say, I had a ball. You had the time of your life. You were, you would think, I went to meet Ashling after she completed the marathon in the evening and I really was like, she's not going to have long in her, you know, she's going to be exhausted. I'll pop <laughs> she over, might die soon. Drop over a little gift, say well done and then I'll be, be heading home. Oh no. Yeah, you were kind of on a high after it. Up till two in the morning, Yeah, I you think. were just very excited yeah, and very and, happy. And that was actually a bit after, straight after, oh my God, the adrenaline, it was yeah. the endorphins, it was unreal. So, she told me as well, I was like, did you cry when you cross the finish line and you were like no I couldn't but I made this weird sound so yeah like because there's obviously loads of people there and none of your supporters are at the end of the line you have to do a big long walk so I was just I kind of put my head in my hands and I was like (laughs) (laughs) it was like a laugh laugh cry kind of thing yeah yeah Uh, but yeah it was just it was so fun the weather of course horrendous but last year I did the Cork Marathon and would you believe it was even worse so if you were out like supporting or doing the race believe me it could have been worse I was actually quite happy with the like little breaks of sunshine two rainbows I spotted en route I think my pace increased every time I saw a rainbow I was like ah rainbow (laughs) Um, but like I was very very nervous beforehand up since half four in the morning going to the toilet absolutely yeah. stomach was in ribbons your, belly, your belly wasn't happy with you oh I think my god the nerves no. really got you that morning didn't they yeah but then once I got going it's kind of like you're just it, all the nerves are gone and you're just like right here we are it's just you and me Ashling for the next four to five hours um, and I have to say the crowds were just 
the bee's knees. Can we just call a spade a spade here? You hoped to complete the marathon a little bit quicker than your time in Cork. And in Cork, you managed to, was it 4.40? Yeah, 4.41 I did it in, in Cork. Cork. So yeah. you were like, anything 4.40 wise, I'll be absolutely delighted with. Exactly. Get a minute, shave a minute or two off. Yeah. Now, come on. You're entitled to it. You anticipated 4.40, 4.39. What you do with it? Go on, go on. I did it in 4.26. Woo-hoo! Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Did Don't know how I did it, but I do know how because of the crowds. And I was such a crowd Ho. Yeah. I was a hoe for the crowd. <laughs> I was running constantly on the edge. You had your number on your st- on your or your name on your number. Yeah. So I realized that like if I kind of make eye contact with people, people will call out your name. So I was just constantly like smiling and looking at people. They'd be like, "Great run, Ashling. Well done, Ashling." And then someone would hear Ashling and they go, "Go on, Ashling. You're looking good, Ashling." I was like, "Thanks. <laughs> Thank you." Every child who had their hand out for a high five, I was coming in hot. I was taking five high fives in a row boom 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 <laughs> jellies yeah I'll take it a slice of orange at gimme at points you gotta go on the bonner's blessing yeah I did my sideline brilliant I'm absolutely obsessed with like fair play to you Ashling, but on Sunday I was over in the UK and you can track everyone running sure. yeah uh, so I was I, hooked on it I couldn't stop watching her yeah I put Ashling's name in and then you saw like the times and then there was a little bit where you could click on the map and it was like saying where you were going around and everything I enjoyed that but the website now kind of has all of the information on like where you finished your time and everything yeah. will obviously reveal your finishing place in a minute because there's, uh, yeah, there's a big prize there's a bit of jeopardy there but I've been obsessed with this all morning just being like searching names and everything so I found out like you can search like surnames yeah so there was four bonners that ran in the oh, race oh brilliant no way Ashlyn came third out of those four bonners oh hey she smashed her She's own the, record the third man. fastest bonner there was 56 <laughs> Ashlings that ran the, oh. the race that spelled the Ashling how you spell my it my way the proper way 56 Ashlings and you came 25th out of those 56. Halfway. Nice one. So nice that's one. very good. Now we also know that David Hammond who's not here is on holidays this week. His dad was running the oh, marathon. Oh yeah, Don how did, Hammond. How did Don Hammond get yeah, on? Don, uh, a, man, a man in his probably 50s with three children came like 20 minutes faster than me. He was unreally well fluid. Well done, Don. Fair play to you. 407, yeah. I think he Don, got. There was only two Hammonds that ran the race. One was a Richard Hammond, who could be the former Top Gear uh, presenter. Uh, yeah, brilliant. He is from the UK as well. There's a little UK flag next to him. And then Don Hammond did very well with 407. Absolutely, I'm like I'm. Obs- I'm just going to search people's names. <laughs> all day yeah. Yeah. I bet you there was those Emmas, was there? Was that, like, so a very was popular there, name. Was there any Emma Nolans? Oh, actually, oh. interesting. There was two Emma Nolans. How did they get on? One was from Kildare. Go on, uh, you can do it, Emma. And she finished in four nineteen. Well done, Emma. Uh, Everyone's and then faster than there's me. another Emma Nolan from Dublin twenty two who finished in four thirty three. Well done, Emma ah. Nolan. Too slow. <laughs> <laughs> so there was sixteen thousand three hundred and seventy eight runner, winner runners in total. Okay. And last week on the show we asked you to guess what position I would come. There was a takeaway and a pair of Jason Drulo tickets on the line. If you guessed exactly what position. I came in. If not, the closest person would get a pair of Jason Derulo tickets. Really, the chances were so slim. The takeaway was never really going to happen, was it? Let's call a spade a spade here. No, but we did get within 30 places of the correct answer, and we're going to give Kieran a call now. Okay, so Kieran was is, is closest. He's closest. Exciting. 
Hi, Kieran. Hello. It's Emma Ashling. How are Hi, how's things? How are you keeping? Good, not too bad, not too bad. So, Kieran, you gave a prediction for where I would come in the Dublin Marathon. Do you remember what your uh, what your answer was? I think it was ten thousand five hundred and sixty. Okay, are you a marathon runner yourself, Kieran? You know this? No, I'm not this now. Well, you know your stuff. Obviously, you have a fair idea of like an average and all that. Did you go out and have a look at it or yeah. anything? Did you see it pass pass by at all? <laughs> No, I didn't, unfortunately. I mm. had little uh, Halloween parties with my daughter that day. So you, you didn't come out to cheer me on or anything? <laughs> no, unfortunately I couldn't. I tried to, I tried to go out to stop a party for you, but Kieran did, um, <laughs> did send you a lovely message of encouragement though the other day, so at least you have that. Thank you, Kieran. Of course, I, I really don't mind. You, the Halloween party is also <laughs> extremely important. Kieran, I hate to break it to you. I let you down. I didn't come 10,560th. But I did come 10,590th, making you the closest guest. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. I knew you'd do it. A pair, yeah, yeah I, knew, I knew you'd do it in and around that. Uh, a pair of tickets to see Jason Derulo at the Three Arena next March goes to you, sir. Brilliant. That's Kieran, brilliant. Thank you, you very much for that. Interest? Congratulations yourself. Oh, thank you. Do you have any interest in the slightest in Jason Derulo? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll uh, say yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. you have to, don't you? You just want the tickets. <laughs> you, you, ha- you have she, a case that will go. Yeah, okay. there you go. Derulo. A very fitting prize <laughs> that uh, we give Jason Derulo tickets to a marathon-based competition. Asher, why it, not? It makes perfect sense. Whatever's lying around will do. <laughs> well done, Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks, Kieran. Couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Happy Halloween. It might be Halloween, but you know what? Even on Halloween, it's... Perfectly fine to talk about. <laughs> that didn't work. It didn't work, no. no. Happy it's, Halloween. <laughs> it's not Valentine's Day, it is Halloween, but it's, you know what? Today's as good a day as ever to talk about love. Talk about maybe. something sexy anyway. Talk about something sexy anyway, regardless, regardless of that. Regardless of the fact that right. it's Halloween. Okay, I'm going to talk about my friend for a second. I was chatting to her over the weekend. This time last year, she was in Germany in Berlin with her friend for a couple of days and she bumped into this boy, a German boy. Hmm. And they had a great weekend together. Got to shift all the rest, exchange numbers. Fantastic. Usual holiday romance, you think I'll never see him again. No, yeah. she's been trekking over and back to Berlin a bit over the last 12 wow. months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a really good time and why not give it up, you know? Absolutely. Uh, they're never going to make it work long term, they said, because oh, no. she's not moving to Berlin, he's not moving to Ireland. But in the meantime, they're booking the Ryanair flights left, right and centre. He's been Jeez. in Dublin three times. So obviously they've had a really good time together, you know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, they'll say that now. One of them will move in the next year. Maybe so, maybe so. But I want to ask you this morning listening on 087-711-1038, where's the furthest you've gone for an outdate, right? Yeah, we're talking distance. Distance-wise. It could literally be to Ranala. <laughs> well, some people like to go up to Belfast is a big deal. Totally. Or like yeah. to go to Bloody Kildare. Even down to Wexford sometimes people would travel to meet someone, you know? Some people in Blanche would turn their nose up at going to Dundrum. Yeah, totally. And that's yeah. okay because that yeah. is a test. Like how many Lewis stops did you have to take for that that young one? Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So 087-711-103 what's the furthest you've gone for a date? The <clears throat> um, reason I say this also and the reason that I'm bravely bringing this to the show I was going to say you're going to speak up for yourself there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, you might remember recently I was telling you I went on that real random trip to Greece. Yeah, real random. Real random trip to Greece uh, on the show. I disappeared off on a Monday and off I went. That was for a date. It was one night shit. One night shit. Had a great old time. I'd met someone in Dublin, and that's where they were. So I just said I'd pop over for an old date. And would you recommend it? Going on a date in Greece with a lad you only met once or twice. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, I don't recommend that. I don't condone that. Make sure you know someone inside out. Ah, no, it was a bit of crack. Of um, course, it was. It was lovely, and I was kind of, kind of on the Ryanair flight going. This is a bit mad. 
this yeah. is a bit far to go for a date, you know. Did you feel like you were in like Sex and the City or some like? I did feel like Harry Bradshaw. Yeah. Yeah. I felt young, thirty, and flirty, and lived my best life. See? Yeah. I really enjoyed myself, and the dinner we had was really nice. It was a great date. Like it was worth it. And since you d- went the distance, yeah. Did he pay for stuff? Ah, uh, he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You went to Greece. So, look, question for you this morning: How far have you gone for a date? And it might honestly be celebrities. Yeah, and that's okay. That's cool. If that was a big deal for you, we still want to know about it. Absolutely. It's getting hot in here this morning. Uh, We've been asking you on 087-711-103. Where is the furthest you've gone for a date, distance-wise, okay? Reason being, I was chatting to my friend over the weekend. She's been kind of half-seeing this guy from Berlin for the last year. They met when she was on a trip, and they've been booking the Ryanair flights going over and back since, and she's having a great time. I wonder how many KMs they've clocked up doing all the overs and backs. Not great for your outlet. What's it called? Carbon Carbon footprint. Carbon footprint. (laughs) No, let's call her out. (laughs) What's her name? Traitor. How dare she? Uh, I was telling you then that I actually went genuinely when I disappeared off the show a couple of weeks ago for a random trip. I was going on a date with a lad in Greece. Sure, why not? And he was actually Irish as well, yeah. which is the funny thing. But he was in Greece at yeah. the time. It was just just a bit of crack, and it was I was definitely on the on the plane being like, I'm so random. Main character energy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, but even if it's like Balls Bridge or Tala, and you're from somewhere else, and you felt like I had to actually get the Lewis that day. It was so long going out to meet this yeah. fella or whatever. Ellie was in touch on WhatsApp. My girlfriend is Hungarian. We met online and had our first date in a coffee shop outside Budapest Airport when she came to meet me when I went to visit. So cute. Budapest Airport. And Why it all not? worked out. Didn't work out for Ruth. She says, I drove to Limerick for a blind date that my friend set up. I was back on the M7 within three hours. <laughs> not good. <laughs> not a good vibe. Producer Callum, you've, uh, you'd think that you and your girlfriend Jess met in Dublin. So, you, you know, there was no like over and back to England or anything. No, but this sounds a bit pathetic. I only met Jess kind of, I was only here three or four months. God, you were laughing. Yeah. Just off the plane. Yeah, off the plane. Oh here God, we go. It and out well. Bada bing, bada bung. And our first date was in Token in Smithfield. And I'd never gotten the lowest before. <laughs> Did you not live on like Pier Street at yeah. this time? I lived I lived in town and I'd never gotten the Lewis, I'd never gotten a bus, I just walked around yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So like from where I lived in Pier Street to Smithfield was the <laughs> furthest away. And then that got trumped for the second date where I got the bus to Liffey Valley. Wow. I know. So first uh, first bus and first Lewis, all thanks to my girlfriend. And, you're and now you're the biggest leap card stan in the uh, country. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're at the bottom of our leaderboard of long distance yeah. dates. I actually have trumped everybody here because, and I'm actually just almost just remembering this, my, I was like, oh yeah, my boyfriend's American there. Yeah. Um, when we met, first of all, in Madrid, we were staying in the same hostel room and then we kind of messaged for like six months, not intentionally, he was yeah. just in the other bunk bed. Yeah, and you were like, hey, waving at him. Hi. Yeah, yeah. Across the room, yeah. Uh, taking pictures of him as he slept. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we texted for about six months after and then he was doing the New York Marathon at the time and I had a friend living in New York. So I said two birds one stone and I went to New York for a date no way yeah. I never knew that and the rest as they say is, is history. history was he like oh why are you following me to New York <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not no. he actually Just had his, he actually told me that his flights were booked for a certain day and then he told me that he hadn't actually booked them yet, so he extended his flights when I said I was coming. Oh, stop the lights. Yeah. That's fantastic. Be All right, cute. I think we have a winner. That's well, Ashley. that's 3,177 miles. Okay, beat uh, that. Dublin to New York. 
we haven't we have a message in and I think we'll have to ring Christine in a second. Okay. Very good, very good. How far have you travelled for a date? 087-711-103. We're talking about love this morning on the show and asking you what is the farthest distance you have travelled for a date on 087-711-1038. You know what? I thought, like, honestly, I honestly thought that Wexford was going to be impressive, but people really have moved around the yeah. world for love. Christine is standing by. How far have you travelled, Christine? 6,500 miles to the Pacific Northwest, Portland, Oregon. Oh, no my God. Wow, wow, wow. Dedication to the cause. Fantastic. So where did you meet? What's the story? 19 and a half hours flying. Wow. Was it worth it? Absolutely, yeah. Two and a half years in a relationship with them. So, yeah. So, come here. How did you find this lad and what was going on that that you made the big trek? So he works for Intel. So he Intel's biggest worldwide site is in Oregon, and right. he's worked there since its inception in, in 1991. So he's 27 years working for Intel, wow. and he came to uh, Leakslip to uh, install a room, which is called a clean room. Yeah, and we met in Dublin, and um, he was here for four months, and then when he went back home, we just kept seeing each other. Oh, and yeah. please tell me you aren't still doing long distance. Is he here now? No, we are still doing long distance, oh, yeah. Christine, you poor <laughs> yeah. devil. Fair play. Ashling and there. her boyfriend Alex did long distance for quite some time as well. She gets that struggle, don't you, Ash? Yeah, it's so hard. Oh, my God. But well done. It's really tough. Yeah. Well, you see, when you're older, it's tough. I have a son who's just started secondary school, so probably in the next two years, um, he'll get back to work here um, on clean rooms here. Okay. Range project in yeah. uh, Clondalkin. And in the but, meantime, uh, just keep keep an eye on those flights and those good deals. <laughs> yeah, just have to do what you have to do. Yeah, Erling is put another sail on. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do for love. All right, Christine, thanks for sharing that with us. Thanks, bye. Bye, 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 bye. And Luke is standing by as well. Where did you travel to for, for a date, Luke? I went, I think it was like 11,000 kilometres. Oh, 11,000? So Damn, Luke, where did you go? Uh, from Dublin to Auckland. That is insane. Okay, tell us why. Tell us, bring us all the way back to the beginning. I was going out with the girlfriend for about two months. We were working together for about six months, uh, trying to get the courage to actually ask her to kind of go out. Yeah. Took time. Like, after out, uh, was walking her home one day. Oh, do you want to, would you think of maybe going out? Um, I'm moving to New Zealand, though, you know. I was like, <gasps> ah, even still. Um, it's like I'm moving like six months it's like yeah no it's still I still go like yeah 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 yeah. well I'm not like asking you to go to New Zealand it's like yeah no I go to New Zealand I'm 20 why not so started doing our uh, started doing our customs forms and all that and all our work forms went over was there for about three years and a day came back uh, proposed over there Got married during COVID and just got the house now. So oh, about yes. eight years in, kind of can't do much more. Well, brilliant! It was worth well the eleven thousand kilometres. <laughs> Fair play, Luke. Congrats as well. No worries. Well done, All Luke. good. Bye-bye. Have a lovely evening. You too. Bye. A lovely evening. I love that. Sense ten. I know. <laughs> you, you still in uh, New Zealand time, there, Luke? <laughs>
I really love that. Picture this leftover love on spin with Emma David Ashling. And big news just announced this morning they will be ringing in the new year in Dublin at Dublin Castle. Oh, class. Yes, they are the big act on the night. It was Westlife last yeah, year? Yeah, Westlife. Yeah. Oh, that's a, picture this. That's a great one. I Good saw upbeat. Picture this live at the Three Arena last week. It is some show, lads. And yeah. you know what? They've been around for a good while now, and you don't realise it until you go to a gig. You're like, I know every single word oh, yeah. to every single song. It's just such a brilliant sing along. So that'll be a good way to ring in the new year. Yeah, anyway, but away from New Year's, today is obviously Halloween, Ooh. and a lot of spooky people out in the office floor today. I'm feeling a little bit bad because I dressed up as a 99 on Sunday night uh, and just this morning I knew there was some sort of costume thing happening in the office today at competition or something but oh couldn't be the arsed. problem with your 99 costume is there's a lot of moving parts you need to be pinned into there it you are. need a bit of help with it as well so it's not like you can wake Alex up first thing this morning to I know I'm wondering should but I come back in you have kind of let yourself down not going to lie I have you are the Halloween queen and you know there's Brian Dowling's out there with a full face paint of makeup on and you're might, just here in your hoodie I might see what the prize is and see if I'll bother coming back <laughs> see in see if it's worth it yeah. <laughs> go on we will talk to you tomorrow morning enjoy the rest of your day get ready for the sound Emma, Dave and Ashling in the morning Fully charged. Recharged. Love this? Catch Fully Charged weekdays on Spin 1038 with Emma, David, Ashling.